This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat and Vauxhall. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you've managed to keep relatively cool on a scorching Tuesday, July the 19th, officially the hottest day ever recorded in the UK. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Well, it's reached the mid to high 30s here in Kent today, but the mercury got to a record-breaking 40.2 degrees at London's Heathrow earlier. Last night was also the warmest ever recorded. Did it affect your sleep? Well, we've been asking shoppers in Rochester how they they have been coping with the conditions. How are you finding it today? Too hot, mate. Too hot? It's much more warmer than yesterday. It's a bit uh, windy today than yesterday. Yesterday it was no breeze at all. Are you planning to be out in the sun today? Not at all. I'm just doing shopping back home. Are you worried about how hot it could get? I'm not worried at all. I'm used to the hot weather. <laughs> I'm not worried. I prepare myself with the heart, with the creams and that, yeah. I find it lovely, actually. Yeah. So it's um, the day before my son breaks off from school, so I'm using the opportunity to just get some R and R down the high street, coffee, book. Going. And what, what about overnight? Because it was boiling last night. Uh, windows shut during the day, open at night. Um, seems to work, and yeah, it was a little bit uncomfortable, but not too bad. I think as long as people are sensible, um, it's um, not too much of a problem. Finding the heat fine, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just important to stay cool and stay hydrated. But yeah, it's fine other than that. What What are your plans today? Um, we're actually going to visit Rochester Castle. Lovely, and um, obviously the sun's shining here, but there's quite a bit of shade here, so I imagine you're trying to keep to those areas. Keep to the shade yeah. where we can, yeah, absolutely. How did you find it yesterday? Um, yesterday was okay. We just got into the UK yesterday from Central Europe, so yes, the temperature was fine here. And how is the weather comparing? Uh, it was a little hotter in Switzerland, so maybe we acclimatised. <laughs> like I said, it's mainly just to keep them hydrated, so keep the fluid in and sunscreen on. Yeah, sunscreen on, yeah. I've always complaining about it being cold, so why not a little bit of warmth? Get the old t-shirt on and get out there. But, but obviously older people, it's going to be a little bit of a struggle for. Um, so I'm sure there's some concerns there. How, how are you spending today? Uh, me working from home. I'm on a ground floor and, and uh, it's pretty shaded down there, so, so the room's actually pretty pretty cold. So. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm one of the lucky ones, I guess. Oh, yeah, I'm guessing you're not so worried about if it gets even hotter later today, as it could potentially. Yeah. Um, I've crossed that one. I've got to go and pick my daughter up from school. <laughs> so, How, how's your daughter finding it? She, um, oh, she's she's good. I mean, they're at school. They love it, don't they? So there's no stopping them. I think sports day might be a bit of an issue, but 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 there we go. Uh, very hot as a ginger. It's probably not the best place to be outdoors. So I'm <laughs> heading home. I've had the day. I've got day off work, so. How, how are you going to be trying to keep cool? Uh, I've got a fan and I live in a, a shaded part of the house, so I'm going to sit the doors and windows shut, fan on. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the sleepless nights aren't very good. Yeah, just deal with it, don't we? We yeah. just get on with it. It's a little bit uncomfortable. I mean, I just come out really to get, get some shopping, food shopping. I bought a couple of t-shirts. Um, just like to get out regardless of the weather I'm an outdoors person so because we're not really used to it it sort of hits us you know everyone sort of panics but uh, I mean it's not that bad really. so you're enjoying it then uh yeah actually I am I think it's it's summertime it's middle of July I think it's fantastic really. yeah 
yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be rainy, it could be horrible, miserable, so... I think you should uh, be grateful. There has again been another warning to take extra care from health bosses in Kent. Dr Anjan Ghosh is Kent's Director of Public Health. So you've got this whole range from heat cramps to heat rash to swelling of your feet because of heat, um, having dizziness and dehydration due to heat, uh, something called heat exhaustion, which is in a way the first step of something where you become genuinely unwell. So you start showing symptoms of vomiting, uh, circulatory collapse, fever-like symptoms actually. Um, and then um, also that can evolve if left untreated into a heat stroke, which is a super important uh, emergency. So that is basically um, a, a really a situation where you need to go to hospital. So it's really to avoid all that, that this is required. And there is the risk that these might result in people uh, going into services which are already overloaded and having to uh, be cared for, whereas it is avoidable. But if you've had to work in the scorching temperatures today, what on earth has it been like? Ish has been chatting to a couple of workmen in Gillingham. Very hot, very hot. How are you trying to keep cool? Water in the shade, it's just a bit hard. Are you, are you worried about how hot it could get later in the day, you know, peak hours? No, not really. It's, it's what it is. Better than the cold weather, isn't it? I suppose. I suppose you've got to crack on, do what you've got to do. Yeah. We take loads of breaks, have loads of water and loads of sun, sun lotion. Yeah. And, and for you, though, are you enjoying it, though? Yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, it is hard, but, you know, we have to do what we have to do. Uh, it's got a lot hot recently. But I drink a lot of water, get in the shade as much as possible and just try and keep hydrated. Yeah, I mean, you were out here yesterday as well. How did you find it yesterday? And then obviously it's supposed to be even hotter today. Yeah, it's, uh, it is challenging. Uh, it, it did feel hotter yesterday though, because obviously there's low wind and no wind here again. But yeah, we are trying our best. Yeah, and, and what is the, I mean, the plan when it comes to, you know, taking regular break, breaks, you know, drinking lots of water, is that the idea? Oh uh, yeah, that is the idea. It's enforced as much as possible to like focus on ourselves and put our health and safety above the work. And this is not a great situation to be in on the hottest day ever. Some people near Ashford are still without a water supply. It was turned off on Saturday afternoon because of high demand in Cholock and Molash. South East Water have apologised and say they're struggling to refill the system. Bottled water is being handed out for a fourth day. Meantime, an emergency ambulance centre near Maidstone has been forced to close because it has no water. Staff have been moved from the building in Coxheath to a Seacam site in Crawley and a 111 call centre in Ashford. It's claimed the water company is not taking emergency action as the control centre isn't classed as a priority. Well, the super hot weather is set to come to an end with forecasters predicting heavy showers and thunderstorms. The Met Office has issued a yellow alert for parts of the county tomorrow afternoon. The warning is from 1pm and covers the north, east and west of Kent. And interestingly, on the website, you can see how our newspaper in Gravesend predicted these record temperatures almost 20 years ago. You might remember that it reached 38.1 Celsius in the town on August 10th, 2003. At the time, it was the hottest place in Britain, but only for a few days because it was then beaten by Faversham. The Met Office warned at the time that with the effect of global warming, we could soon see temperatures rise to more than 40 degrees in the coming years. And for the first 
first time that has happened today. You can, of course, share your thoughts on the weather. Is it something to be worried about or do we just need to get used to these higher temperatures? Can we do anything to bring the temperatures back down? Perhaps you've got views on global warming. Is the climate crisis real or not? You can leave your comments by heading to kentonline.co.uk or via our socials. Kent Online News. Other top stories for you today and a man's been charged with murder after a woman was stabbed to death in Margate. Mum of three, Samantha Murphy, died in hospital after being found injured on Alfreda Close in the early hours of Saturday. 38-year-old Thomas Allen, who lives on the same road, is also accused of possessing an offensive weapon. A 26-year-old woman's been charged with assisting an offender. A man who carried out an unprovoked knife attack in Folkestone has been jailed for 10 years. Louis Allman had been walking along Sandgate Road last August when he started shouting abuse at a group of people. The 33-year-old from St Ainsworth Way then stabbed one of them twice. He'll serve at least six years before being eligible for parole. Now, a Thanet couple who posed as carers and stole from an elderly, vulnerable man have avoided being sent to prison. A court's been told how Michelle Gilliam and Ashley Knox from Westcliff Road in Ramsgate befriended the victim after the first COVID lockdown. Our reporter Sean Axtell has been following the case for us at Canterbury Crown Court and joins me now. So firstly, Sean, can you tell us exactly what Gilliam and Knox did? Yes, the couple won over the trust of an isolated, unwell elderly man and pretended to befriend him shortly after the first lockdown. Uh, Gilliam first met John Baines while working as his carer shortly after the first restrictions were lifted in the summer of 2020. And it wasn't long until she introduced her partner Knox to Mr Baines and then the criminality began. Together, while their victim was unable to leave the house, they defrauded him of around £11,000 and the court heard that Knox would go on to fritter the cash on alcohol, cannabis, cigarettes, just waste it essentially. And Sean, what has the victim had to say? He, he didn't come to court himself, but he did say in a victim impact statement, which he asked to be read out in court, uh, he told of his heartbreak after being scammed by two people who he considered friends. He said, I feel now I can't trust anyone and anyone who comes into my house could be a suspect and that's not fair on them. I never, I never suspected they were stealing from me, he added. Now, the pair admitted the offences. What was the reaction from the judge? Judge Catherine Brown branded their actions mean and disgraceful. She told them they had preyed on a very vulnerable man, adding, he was completely taken in by you. It was a contact by you of mean offences. She said that the reason I'm giving you a chance is because I think you are genuinely remorseful and I want to make sure... Nothing like this happens again. And uh, just to add a, a little bit of background there, a little bit of colour, during the case, you, you could see um, Gilliam crying, weeping. Knox was, was, was trying to console her in the dock as they both sat together. And finally, can you tell us what sentences were handed down? Now, the judge sentenced the pair of them, uh, who were previously of good character, to an 18-month sentence suspended for two years. And... The unemployed couple of Westcliff Road were ordered to pay £500 compensation at £25 a month. Knox, who admitted stealing 11500 was handed 30 rehabilitation days and a four-month curfew. Whereas Gilliam, who admitted taking about £10,500, was handed 20 rehabilitation days and 100 hours of unpaid work.
Sean, thank you ever so much. You can also read this story and see a picture of the pair at Kent Online. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with car dealerships in Canterbury and Maidstone. The race for number 10 is over for Kent MP Tom Tugendhat. The Tunbridge and Morling rep didn't get enough support from fellow MPs in yesterday's latest vote, so was eliminated from the contest. He posted a video on socials not long after. Well, thank you very much. That is the end of the road for me for this race. But look, it has been an amazing run. I'm incredibly proud of the team. I'm incredibly grateful to all the supporters who've been with me at some, if not all, stages of the race. We fought for a clean start because we know that that's what the country is crying out for. We've seen that in the response to the two debates. We've seen that in the engagement we've had from people. So now I'm going to be with you, of course, over the next two years fighting in the council elections.